0: If I then, the Lord and the teacher, washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. You also should do as I did to you. A slave is not greater than his master. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. When Jesus washed his disciples' feet in the upper room, he engaged in a task usually done by the lowliest of servants. Also, he washed the feet of the man who would betray him soon afterwards. He then tells us to follow his example. We find this very difficult to do. But imagine this. What if instead King Jesus instructed us this way? Forget those ungrateful, irritating, stubborn, and corrupt people. I'll remove them from your life by taking their life and punishing them for their sins. And then I'll shower abundant blessings upon you. What if that was said? How many of us would respond like Moses did as we read in Exodus chapter 32, verses 7 through 14? Then Yahweh spoke to Moses, Go, go down at once, for your people, whom you brought up from the land of Egypt, have corrupted themselves. They have quickly turned aside from the way which I commanded them. They have made for themselves a molten calf, and have worshipped it, and have sacrificed to it, and said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. And Yahweh said to Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, they are a stiff-necked people. Now then, let me alone, that my anger may burn against them, and that I may consume them, and I will make you a great nation. Then Moses entreated the favor of Yahweh his God, and said, O Yahweh, why does your anger burn against your people whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a strong hand? Why should the Egyptians speak, saying, With evil intent he brought them out to kill them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from your burning anger and relent concerning doing harm to your people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel your servants, to whom you swore by yourself, and you said to them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of the heavens, and all this land of which I have spoken, I will give to your seed, and they shall inherit it forever. So Yahweh relented concerning the harm which he said he would do to his people. Moses was engaged in intimate fellowship with Yahweh on the mountain as he was receiving the Ten Commandments of the Lord. While this was going on, the people grew impatient. They fashioned and worshipped an idol. Our text picks up with the Lord telling Moses that he needs to get down there at once. Moses had to break off his intimate and glorious communion with God to go down to the people and to fulfill his office as mediator. Moses was told by Yahweh what the people were doing and God offers to eliminate this stiff-necked people and to make of Moses a great nation. I don't know about you, but I would be tempted in that situation to say, that's a great idea, Lord. Moses, however, didn't. He was willing to forsake his personal glory on behalf of a corrupt people by interceding before the Lord on their behalf. And his motive for all of this was ultimately the glory of God. Are we willing to forsake personal glory, personal comfort, for the sake of others in the church, and do we do so for the glory of God? Do we do so even when it involves the lowliest of tasks and serving those we find difficult to love, maybe those we find irritating? We will if we desire to be like Moses. More importantly, if we desire to be like Christ, of whom Moses was a type. Now what Moses and what we are unable to do is to make atonement. The ability and responsibility for atonement is Christ alone. Our Lord and Savior came down forsaking His own glory and the unbroken communion with the Father to fulfill His calling as mediator, to give His body and blood on the cross, crying out, My God, My God, why hast Thou forsaken Me? And He did this for a stiff-necked people. You know the kind, people like you and me. And Jesus calls us to forsake our own glory and our own gain in order to serve others in his name, to do so even when it means serving in the lowliest manner. We are to love others as he has loved us. We are to acknowledge in our words and actions that a slave is not greater than his master. King Jesus tells us, if you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.